There's power in a drumbeat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. Fade out. Perfect. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to the Loyal Locals podcast. This is uh, the episode starting on, what, March 22nd, 2022, 32222. Two, two. Uh, I'm your host. One of the hosts. We got three hosts here. Uh, I'm Sean Duffy. I'm the director of philanthropy. I'm joined, of course, by Chappie. Chappie, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Chappie. As everybody knows me, I'm one of the directors of finance at the Locals. Um, Thank you for having me. And yeah, let's, let's, let's do this, guys. Hell yeah. We've also got Tony Sanchez, and you got a lot to tell us, Tony. Tell us about yourself. Uh, Tony Sanchez here. Uh, I like the San Diego Loyal Soccer Club, and I am also a member of the locals. Uh, probably the least important person here with these two fine gentlemen joining us. Thank you for having me here in this wonderful space. Are, are, are you kidding me? Like, I feel I'm like we're royalty right now. Like, you actually do this a lot. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. They just give us these director titles to get us to shut up. So don't worry about it. This is this is all you. Um, welcome, everyone. Uh, it is once again March 22nd, 2022. We're your hosts this evening. We had uh, two games already for the local or for the loyal and for the locals. Uh, and we've got a bunch of away day games coming up. Uh, we got a couple of topics to talk about, which includes those previous games uh, and what we got upcoming. And then we'll head on over to the lounge. We got a fun linguistic breakdown with Chappie and Tony, uh, with me chiming in pretty much not at all because my Spanish is awful, as my girlfriend will tell everyone who listens to her. Which is it's interesting, right? Because you're saying your Spanish is awful, but then Tony and I have kind of like totally different words and we both speak Spanish. It's kind of part of this, right? Like, I, mm -hmm. what game was it? I think it was the first game that I was like right next to Tony and Chiva, and and there were some people chanting something in the stands in Spanish, and I was like, Chiva, what the hell are they saying? I don't know what that means. So, it's it's, it's very interesting. Spanish is not an easy language, as, as it's not English, but no, we'll definitely get more into that. Uh, and I've got some fun stories of my own, including that I can't trust any Spanish words that my girlfriend tells me because I look them up online and they're instantly wrong. Uh -oh. But then she she swears they're correct. But we're going to keep moving on from that. Uh, recap of the week. We started the season with, what, a scintillating performance, an incredible last minute, literal last kick of the game. Not even a really a kick just a little bounce off of someone's back to land in the goal, and that's how we scored the final uh, point we needed in order to take home three full points. But this past week, Tony, a little bit easier, a little bit more relaxed, right? We just got the ball on the goal. We did it twice. We packed it up, and we went home. No, it was a great performance uh, by San Diego Loyal uh, against the Sacramento team that came off a victory against the upcoming opponent of Loyal 2, uh, El Paso, uh, winning 3-1 there. But, I mean, I'm incredibly happy with uh, everything that happened uh, over at Torero with the team. Um, you know, there's some individual performances that don't show up on a stat sheet that you look at the game and 
you know, um, it's 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 impressive what they've been able to do this season uh, so far. You know, two games, um, but again, just like we gave praise uh, for or gave criticism for our zero four start, I think uh, a two and zero start is pretty pretty darn darn tootin' good. Uh, I'm so excited to hear what what you have to say because you actually get to watch the game. Um, I, I just get to jump and scream and lose my ball. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have been phenomenal. Let me just say, right, like off, off, off the bat, 109, the locals, uh, independent of everybody in that section, has been, uh, you know, just killing it. And, and you've, re you've really been able to feel that energy, that pent-up energy of, you know, not having a season. And, and this is now for real. And uh, it's, been, it's been unreal out there. So congratulations and kudos to everybody out there. I think actually all three of us had very different experiences watching this game because I watched it at home. Um, I had oh. the Wave on one monitor. I had the Loyal on my TV. Uh, and then I was doing work at the same time. Um, and then, Chappie, you, of course, were at the game, right? And, Tony, you were you were also at the game. Were you uh, not courtside but fieldside? Yeah, so you'll find me bouncing around from end to end, usually uh, trying to catch a, a good glimpse of whatever uh, side uh, Loyal are shooting towards. Um, so yeah, you'll, you'll see me up and down. If they took away our stairs, I love those stairs. I used to get those steps in whenever oil scored and make my way up there and, 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 you know, join with you guys and just celebrating it and, and being able to see that in, in person. But, um, you know, things are different this season a little bit here and there, but you know, it, the excitement of being there and around professional soccer in my own city is just something that, you know, it's, it's still unreal in, in, in a lot of ways. So I, you know, I, I, I can't thank people enough for allowing us to to do stuff like this and you know very grateful for that yeah absolutely uh it, it's been super fun for all of us for you know these folks here to get plugged in in so many different ways for me to be able to stay home and actually watch something and hear sal zizzo on the mic that was super fun you know first signing ever for the loyal and now he's made his way all the way over to broadcasting we'll see where it takes him from there um speaking of things that are starting we're starting strong. You know what else is starting up? I think the uh, the Adams family, both on the field here and there's some like ABC <laughs> series that's going to start up in a couple of months. Uh, how freaking good were the Adams this past game? Both of them. They were phenomenal. I, I have to say that there was no better place to be than in 109 for Charlie Adams' goal. Like the view from the back end, how like the the ball just bends away from the mm -hmm. goalkeeper. It was just so beautiful, so perfect. Mm -hmm. It looked like that. it mishit it. From from my perspective, when I was watching from the camera angle, because it's, you know, this big old from up top, it's a half volley. Those are already hard to hit. Uh, we're in the USL, which can be really hit or miss in terms of what exactly someone's going to do when the ball is on their foot. We saw, I think it was Metcalf, who had that header that was wide open off after the incredible yeah. play back and forth. Um, and that header just, poof, you know, dinked outwards. So when I saw the shot be attempted by Charlie, I'm like, ooh, you know, it didn't quite get behind it. Saw it go in, then saw an alternate angle, which you guys got to see directly from behind Charlie, which is what I am so jealous of. Yeah. And whoo, just I a mean, nice slice. Those are those kicks that you know that as soon as, as he touched the ball, you know it's going in. Mm -hmm. Like, at least from my perspective, it was like, I know it's goal. You know, mm -hmm. the moment he touched the ball, I knew it was going to go in. Love it. It was, it was beautiful. But mm -hmm. I guess only bangers for Mr. Charlie Adams. I love it. We need more people who are just able and willing even to shoot from outside the box. If he wants to take half volleys, volleys, he wants to throw a bicycle kick outside the box, you know, I say <laughs> we let him. I got no problem yeah. with that. 
if he's playing enough Rocket League, you know, wants to start attempting some really crazy things on the field, take it. Absolutely. Who was um, the one fighting for that ball? I think it, it was a cross from Guido, and mm-hmm. somebody was in there. Do you know who that was? It was Vassell. Vassell was in there pulling uh, two center backs in, into into that space and pulling them. That's why he had so much uh, open room in front of goal. Like it was just like oh. seas parted. And you know, again, thanks to Vassell and, and all his effort that he's been doing. And, and Landon has actually talked about that. How he might not get on the score sheet. He even laughed about it. Right? Like he's like he's that's the only thing he's missing. And it's true because he is tiring that defense uh, out in the first game. He, Tired him so much. Uh, Thomas Among was able to just slide in with that speed and strength and get that uh, to get that goal. Same thing in this goal. Like he pulls uh, defenders with his strength and speed because the guy is, is is something else. And again, it's that connection, right? Like that's not gonna you're not gonna find that on the stat sheet anywhere. Just pulling those defenders that way. But uh, in a way, that's that's pretty much an assist uh, for what uh, Mr. Charles El Carlangas ended up doing. <laughs> that's really been Vassell's role so far. Two games straight. Uh, I still can't get it out of my mind. I won't until he buries the go- the ball in the back of the net. That shank attempt when he was just you know just inside the um, oh the box, and yeah. it looked like it actually was a great opportunity to just try to bend one far corner or even play it low uh, near corner, and it just you know took off like a Ramos uh, PK or <laughs> yeah, just exactly. Who is, is that it? a Mourinho thing? That's Mourinho, right? Yes, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, are, are, are you are you the Chelsea fan, uh, Tony? Absolutely, world champions, Champions League, yeah. European champions. Who, who wasn't it that Kepa mm-hmm. PK something like that? <laughs> you don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Kepa. That's oh right. man, what team were they playing too? I can't remember for it was the Liverpool. life of me. It was the FA Cup, Liverpool. Uh-huh. So. For everyone here um, who's not doing it via audio medium, I did that by moving my head and showing the Liverpool flag behind me. Well, Tony's got his Chelsea one uh, flying yeah. in the breeze almost. Yeah, no, uh, exactly. And that actually fell uh, off camera just in, uh, in a symbolic uh, show. Solidarity with the team itself. Uh, but that first goal, uh, you know, again, I, I just want to highlight uh, how well some of the players, just like Kyle Vassell, who don't get on the score sheet, are important. Uh Moon, Nick Moon, like he had gone down with a strong, strong uh, foul right before that cross. He gets up right back up. The cross comes to him, creates uh, chaos by recentering back in. And uh, the lead singer of Mana, I don't know if you know who who that is, Duff, Mr. Duffy, uh, Mr. Chappie Tambien. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. I do know Mana. Chappie would yeah, know yeah. better than me. Yeah, I know. Uh, Kiwi Robert Plant uh, with that beautiful uh, head of hair just heads it down and, and uh, is able to get that uh, – one oh, so I mean, you know, some overall great performances that, unless you're really paying attention, you might just overlook. But uh, I mean, that's that's the that's the good thing about this year is that you have those performances here and mm-hmm. there. Yeah, there's three things I really, I thought were like great takeaways from just this past game of how different we play versus before. Things that we haven't talked about yet. One mm-hmm. of them is our left side of our attack without needing to rely on an Abara who's just didn't quite have the legs to really make it through more than a couple minutes of each match. We look so different now when Guido can slot into that left, the work rate that he put in for both goals and for uh, even that really great attempt that just, you know, petered out with the um, not so great header. um, It was perfect. Guido was attacking. He was looking for moments where he could actually make a run onto goal, looking for one twos, things that had been missing so long. No longer. We just kind of saying, Hey, 
throw it up towards Toomey, see what happens, overload that side with our wing backs and cross our fingers that the ball, you know, the cross actually meets someone's head. Um, there's so much more dynamic um, action that's occurring from all of us. Uh, and the big one was uh, that beautiful head of hair. I need to talk about how does he keep his hair out of his eyes? I can't tell. A little, it's a, a tiny little, little headband? Yeah, it's a tiny little headband. Okay. Yeah. From, um, from the broadcast, which is the closest look I've gotten at that, it doesn't look like anything's there. So it looks like his hair just kind of like magically moves out of the way. And so I needed someone to clarify that. Thank you very much, Chappie. I'm glad you're on top of that. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I, I have to say that, and I, people that know me know that I have been saying this a lot, but I, I didn't like the first game crosses just because they needed to cross the ball because mm-hmm. yeah. they were on the sides and they needed to cross the ball to nobody. Mm-hmm. During this game, I, I was able to see more of that, like crossing with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like the cross is a pass, right? You need to have somebody in there and you need to pass it to somebody inside the box. It's not just, it's not just crossing the ball because you, you're at the end of the field and you have nothing else to do. And, and I really like to see that. And, and I don't know if the club ever listens to this podcast, but this is my, my chance to tell the club I, or to Landon or and Nate Miller, I do want to see Guido, Tomas, Mang, and Vassell together. I do want to see that Trident in front. I think they can be, they can be something together. Yeah, that's a good idea. Having an availability of different tactics, especially in the USL, which has a real breadth. You know, we're not all just playing four four two standard. We're not all playing three what three five two or three five one one. Each league, kind of in the, especially in the European leagues, you can kind of see them all coalesce around one or two different types that everyone st- tends to play slight variations of. Here, it's no holds barred. Everything goes. Everyone's just trying to find something that either fits with whatever you know um, team members they have or what the coach themselves happens to be familiar with, and they just stick people in and cross their fingers. I think that's kind of what we did season one. Um, season two got a heck of a lot better. We started to actually look like we had a plan, and season three seems like we're really evolving it with the clientele we actually have uh, wearing our kits. So I'm loving that. Speaking of people wearing our kits, Camden Riley having to get subbed in for an injured stoneman yes. not a center back whatsoever i thought he was i wanted to give him man of the match but he honestly didn't have enough to do for me to feel <laughs> like he needed it or deserved it um but he was fantastic slotting as center back and now we've got a new guy anyone remember his name off the top taylor. of their head taylor, taylor. Sure. it's taylor taylor we all know taylor was it taylor <laughs> russell i'm gonna look it up uh, i, I want to give him his due yeah taylor uh, cruel there it is c-r-u-l-l and he's coming straight from Xavier. I think he just wrapped up a season. I saw some stats on him. He started 63 out of 64 matches possible. Um, so he's someone who's used to a lot of play. Apparently no major injuries, which is really what we needed beyond anything else. Someone to wear the kit, to be on the field, to be a warm body. He does that. He performs well enough there. I think we're going to be very happy just to have a substitute in case right. anything goes wrong. I, I have to say something about this, and I think there was some conversation in our Discord about how um, Candem Riley's position was not a center back. There's so many stories in soccer, international soccer, about midfielders moving into that position and doing a terrific job. So uh, I've seen it multiple times, and I think he did an amazing job. And and, and I think that's that that shouldn't be a problem for him to perform there. Uh, I'm not scared about it, to be honest. Like. 
I'm, I'm, I'm totally behind this team in the fact that they play for the team. It's not like, oh, I am a center forward. You kind of move me from here. If, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're all ready for what Landon and Nate are, are ready to tell them. It's like, hey, I need you to play keeper today. Maybe they'll do it, you know. <laughs> no, well, no, yes. well, we have Tony in the sidelines, but, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Not yet. Not yet. Well, I think we'll get to it a little bit in the in the post lounge. So shout out to the post lounge for that. Um, but no, to the victors go the spoils, right? Um, Sean, three points and uh, a couple of uh, important recognitions out of this game. Just take a little back, back a little bit. Right. So uh, goal of the week, uh, we're talking about uh, Charlie Adams's goal. So uh, go vote, right. Is there, is it closed or how, how's that? I'm pretty sure it's still open. Uh, I think it's open for maybe one more day. If you have not voted yet, it's through, I believe USL itself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to see if is I can on, find the on link. Their website? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, and they put out a specific tweet. I'm going to see if I can actually find the link there. Um, so I'm just kind of stalling slightly while I scroll through a little bit. Uh, but while I stew this, we've got a member not only in potential goal of the week, but our starting goalkeeper yep. also has the most saves in the league and is a member of week two team of the week for the USL mm-hmm. championship. So Mr. Vegas has been uh, kicking ass. He's been fantastic. Let in a single goal, which I think we can all say, mm, not a hell of a lot you can do with a pretty clear one-on-one. It's a little bit of a, a 50-50 at that point, uh, but it's been fantastic, especially in the second game. Well-deserved of the honors. Nine saves over two games is a lot, so maybe you know defense needs to uh, have a little bit of a conversation, um, but still really, really good. I love to see him here. Uh, speaking of Trey Muse also uh, elsewhere, uh, starting goalkeeper, I believe for, is it Ludon or someone else? But uh, loyal keepers across the league are making waves. Koke, Koke brings so much confidence to the back line. I, I don't know what you guys think, but his footwork is amazing. Like, it's a different level. You can tell he's from a different level, and I love having him, having him in the back. Yeah, well, <laughs> the commercial well, for the lounge. Let's, let's have a in-depth keeper discussion. Matt. Yeah, I, I know mm-hmm, a guy. Mm-hmm. We can go even crazier there. Um, I think that's really it for um, loyal wrap-up. What happened on the field? Hopefully, everyone listening or watching uh, was able to participate in that match in some way, either at home on ESPN Plus, uh, down by the field with Tony, or up in 109. Hopefully, uh, with the uh, the rest of the locals chanting and screaming and celebrating. Uh, but let's talk about some other stuff we've got in Locals Land. Uh, we just actually, I got to participate in this on the 16th last Wednesday. The Loyal as part of their initiative to help, um, you know, build loyalty to be part of the community. Oh, perfect. There we go. And beautiful picture of all of us. And then also me. For whatever reason, uh, Left Shark is a mascot that they're using. I don't know if you all remember that from the yeah. Super Bowl many years ago. Katy Perry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's been an honor. I'm. I have no idea how he made his way all the way here, but we got to see him and hang out with him. Uh, but you could see Shannon McMillan in the middle uh, and a whole bunch of members of the loyal staff. Um, we all got to hang out. We did a whole bunch of different things. About half of us went and did actual trail maintenance. So, you know, weeding, uh, getting rid of uh, certain markers that need to be moved, etc. Uh, some of us went and moved an entire chicken coop. 
uh, we had to like remove giant posts that were filled with cement and uh, move around a couple hundred pound uh, coop itself. And it was very fun, uh, very interesting. I was able to go solely because it happened to be up here in Carlsbad where I live. Uh, made it very easy for me. I'm not always able to make these things, but I really want to. If you want to get involved, it's it's an awesome way for any of us to show your support because what's happening is the loyal themselves are putting these on. This is really coming from Shannon herself, who's kind of running the, um, I believe it's uh, like community, uh, either communications or relations. I can't remember the exact role, but that's really what she's in charge of. Either as a VP or director role. Uh, And so she and the rest under her, Cassie Clapp in particular, Matt Rojo, who I just met this past week, have been finding initiatives within the community. I've been talking to community leaders and to others and saying, hey, like, what can we do to help? So actually today, this morning, and I haven't gotten pictures back yet. Uh, the Loyal did go to um, the Memorial Skate Park down in Logan Heights with the idea to repaint the skate park itself, to also prep it. There was going to be a little bit of, um, I believe, some local artists were going to be doing some mural uh, work uh, within the park itself. Uh, but it was basically, there's lots of, I, I saw some pictures of the park. If you guys live in that area, or maybe you yourselves or kids or whoever has been going to the skate park, it needs i think a lot of love and it's clear that it gets a lot of traffic and people really enjoy it um so the idea was just to make it a little bit easier a little bit safer um the paint itself was supposed to allow skate decks to grip a lot better uh when they hit the gra- the graffiti paint itself the spray paint that's sitting on the floor it actually uh is very slippery uh makes it very difficult for those who are still learning how to skateboard to actually use the park as a, a great space for that um, so they're pretty, they seemed really pumped about that. I tried to get it, as many of our folks there as we could. I thought it was a great idea. Uh, we did hear from um, at least one member of the Chavos who thought it was maybe inappropriate for the loyal to be going into an area like this and removing tags specifically. Um, I did reach out to him uh, and I, to anyone who was wondering about this as well, the loyal did not just go into this and say, hey, we, we want to do this, we're going to do it. They went to the local community leaders themselves. They went to community meetings. They said, hey, what do you guys want? They talked to the uh, manager of the skate park and said, hey, you know, what do you think would be really appropriate? Um, how would you guys like us to help? Uh, we really want to do something, but we only want to add value if you guys think it would. And this was the plan they came up with together. Everyone was very excited. The artists themselves, they're going to be adding some artwork of their own, our local uh, to the Logan Heights area. So the idea is to really build up the community itself and to do it with the resources that the local, the loyal actually have. So uh, very excited about that. I'm hopeful to get some pictures from him soon. Uh, if you guys were able to make it, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you how that experience was. I don't know what other things they're going to be doing except for the race for autism, which is coming up on April 2nd. Uh, very, I'm personally really excited about this. I'm going to be participating. I know that about 15 to 20 folks from the loyal office are going to be there as well. So if you sign up, go to the website, uh, you'll have to uh, register yourself. I think it's like 15 bucks. I'm not, don't quote me on that. Um, but you go to register and then they'll ask you if you're registering alone or with a group and just pick a group. you scroll until you find San Diego loyal, select that boom, you're right on in. Don't have to do anything more than that, except for show up. Uh, when the 5k itself starts love it yeah it's good stuff uh, i love to see them so involved uh, the autism um, awareness event here is really important specifically to uh, hackworth um, who back in philadelphia actually was doing some own, stuff of his own with his own um, organization specifically around autism awareness so this is a big way to support a member of the club itself no, it's great, and and that's that's another 
facet of uh, the locals that I enjoy, right? Like, <clears throat> it's not just a supporter group uh, during the game. It's also, you know, initiatives, and, and they literally, you know, have the man of philanthropy, philanthropy uh, man here. Uh, and it, it's great to see that the locals you know, don't just get involved in the stadium and in soccer stuff. Just it's a little bit more. And, uh, you know, again, shout out to the great work going back, you know, two, three years ago. Like, I, I don't think the locals have missed. So good on you guys. We've got we've got some fun stuff coming up too. I'm really excited for at least one initiative. You're going to hear more about it. I'm having conversations. I'll give a little hint for those of you who are watching and maybe haven't heard yet. Uh, we're going to be doing stuff with Radies. Whoa, shocker, surprise. Um, we're talking about exactly what that's going to look like right now uh, with Radies themselves. I have some really weird ideas. We're going to see if we can actually make those ambitions come true. But the idea is to create some really awesome stuff for um, those kids and for everyone who's working at Radies to give them something really cool to look forward to. So stay tuned uh, as we iron out details. Uh, I'm really, really excited for that. Uh, and also, hey, we're sh thanking everyone who went and helped uh, at all these different events who are eager and interested in helping for future ones. But thank you always for these home games to everyone who is able to be there for pregame setup and postgame breakdown. Those are such a pain in the butt. So every single one of you, every helping hand makes things that much easier. Shout especially, out to you. Especially post-game. We're, mm -hmm. we're all tired. And it's so nice to have people helping them. Yeah, tired, half drunk. You know, many hands make light work. Many drunk hands make slightly less light work, but still lighter work. Uh, all right. Um, I think that's all we've got for... Uh, immediate stuff with the locals and the loyal. Uh, we do have something really neat coming up April 6th, though, Tony. I don't know if you want to let everyone know what's happening there. They may not have heard. I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting match here as far as San Diego goes. Uh, it's going to be the U.S. Open Cup uh, on April 6th, as you mentioned. Uh, there is going to be a pre-match get-together 5 p.m. through 7 p.m. Uh, over at Pacific Social. Uh, if you are looking and watching uh, with your eyes, uh, you can see uh, that we have the address and all the beautiful, beautiful information about this venue. Uh, happy hour ends at 6 p.m. March to the match will begin at approximately 6.45. So traditions are still traditions. San Diego, uh, it will be defended by uh, the locals and San Diego Loyal. And so uh, it's going to be great if people are able to, to make this game special, right? I think uh, you know it was it was pretty disheartening. Where the first ever uh, you know match between professional soccer teams here in San Diego was not open to the public uh, back when uh, 1904 was a thing. Uh, they've rebranded here now with Albion, uh, and it's set up to be a spectacular outing and a spectacular day for San Diego soccer uh, over in Canyon Crest. Hopefully, there's a couple of hot air balloons to make the scenery uh, a little bit more picturesque because it it actually is really cool just watching soccer game and beautiful uh hot air balloons just landing next to the field um but is that, is that, that where they land yeah uh, I, at least there was a two of them that landed near there and <laughs> okay everything was okay then I, I, uh, i've seen them I, i've seen them up in the air but i don't know i don't know where yeah. they land or where they take <laughs> yeah no it took us but, by surprise so, uh, when i when i went for that for a game up there uh but no it, it's a really it's really cool uh venue um, I hear from what I hear, right? Um, there's uh, going to be a very strong outing uh, for San Diego Loyal's uh, support uh, yeah. out there. But Pacific Social, the, the pre-match event is literally across the street. It's like right next to it. So. Yeah. 
I love it. This is going to be really interesting. First time we really get to celebrate soccer in this way in San Diego, having two professional teams playing each other in such a quote-unquote prestigious event here uh, in the United States. This is super cool. If you can't make it, how dare you? And if you can make it, I'll see you there. (laughs) Uh, Locals on tour. We've got two away games. I know for tomorrow's game against Tulsa, we're not planning to do a big old meetup, but if you're there for whatever reason, wow. Like, wow, that's incredible. Good for you. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) But if you can't make tomorrow's game, which is totally fine, uh, Locals on Tour, Saturday, the 26th. Where are they going, Chappie? You remember our opponent this Saturday? Oh, um, yes. I am going myself to Chandler with... Mm -hmm with a couple people uh, to, to face those guys to make as much noise as we can. If you're in town, please go to Home and Away. That's where the locals are going to get together um, and support our, our club from there. Uh, I, I can't wait. I, 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 just, I, I can't express how I'm feeling right now, the level of anxiety that I have. I want to get on that plane and go to Phoenix right now. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait for that game. Yeah, absolutely. I believe for Home and Away, we're doing both Wednesday and Saturday. Um, So show up for the games. The one downside with Home and Away, at least for right now, is there's something else going on, some crazy thing I think it's called. It's called like April craziness uh, involving basketball. Oh, March Madness. That's right. March Madness is currently ongoing. And so if there is a big match happening there, I guess a big game, I'm already, I'm still in soccer uh, mode for that. There's a big game. Uh, we may get pushed and home and away from like the big screen itself to a, a smaller screen. It's totally fine. If you've ever been there, there are so many screens at that bar. We will find a place to be. Um, I do know that the club themselves are going to be hosting something at Bluefoot. Uh, Bluefoot doesn't have any food. It's 21 plus. We wanted to be a lot more inclusive. We thought Home and Away was the best one. Feel free to go to whichever one you prefer. Uh, I'm personally going to be going to Home and Away, uh, at least on Saturday. Can't go tomorrow. But are you guys going to Home and Away tomorrow? Was that the game plan? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. It's at 530, so it's a little early, but, you know, with work and kids and everything, I'm going to try. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Hey, you're local. You want to get involved, right, Tony? You want to do some fun stuff. How's your painting skills, Tony? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chappie, Absolutely what do you think? Horror. Paint really cool. I, <laughs> I, I am. I'm, I'm very good at painting unless I decide to walk on the tifo. But that's a, that's a that's a story that I can't share with you guys at lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. Do not shake the tifo. Do not walk over the tifo. But help us with the tifo itself. Sunday, March twenty seventh, ten a.m. three p.m. Uh, let us know. Check the Discord itself for the uh, address as we get closer to it. Um, there's a lots of stuff there. There's an art channel in the Discord if you want to read any details. But it's 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Come whenever you can. Uh, we'll have the supplies there unless Drew shouts out and says, hey, we need more X or can you please bring Y? Um, whatever you want to do there would be awesome. Bring some water. We should have some there. We've had snacks before as well. It's super fun. Uh, if you all were at the kit unveiling, that tifo that hung as a curtain we made that that was also now in front of 109 at the last game and the game before uh and we have the last tifo the tifo for the very first game itself that we got to paint that there if you want to be a part of that if you want to literally be a part of making physical locals history and if you want to make drew's job so much easier 
and help his back problems. I'm assuming you have back problems, Drew, just because you do this all the time. Yeah. Um, help us. Help paint. It would be amazing. Once again, check the Discord for that. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Merch Mansion. Uh, I haven't seen anything new. Uh, Naku's not here to give us all the specific details of everything. <laughs> Chappie, I don't know if you've been recently. I, I went there the other day, and the only thing new they have is this uh, hoodie thing for girls. Um, it's pretty cool. So all the girls and the locals, you can go check it out. Okay. There we go. There's something. There's uh, something. Always, always there is something. And, yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a very dangerous place to visit. I would spend money there. <laughs> very true. That's why I stay away. Uh, luckily, we don't have any updates on other events. Nothing's changed since the last time you all heard about them or you got to hear about them for the first time right now. Um, so we get to move on from there. Um, well, I guess I guess we're at like what? What would you call it? The Q&A section? Is that where we're at? Yeah, I, th- I think that's... Uh... That's a good. That's a good place. I do want to say that for everybody that is going to, uh, uh, everybody that is going to to Phoenix and and doing that trip, just just do do the city proud, do the lads on the field, uh, do do them proud, and then you know just en- enjoy the heck out of having uh, this opportunity to go because I know, you know, things in the last couple of years haven't been that easy. So the fact that you know, you're gonna get a, a supporter section over there, uh, to to Chandler is gonna be fantastic. So. Let's go. Let, let's let, let's get this. Let's get this uh, away point. Um, I'm 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 ready for that. Yep. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I don't know what kind of questions you guys you guys got. Tony, should I be asking you questions about two balls and a mic? When does your guys' podcast come out? For everyone who doesn't know, when should <laughs> they be listening? Uh, so we're available every everywhere on on spotify if you want to listen live that's going to be on uh mondays on youtube so check that out check our twitter instagram for the links uh for there a little similar to this but uh uh you know you guys have a top-notch product here love uh, it shout out i with love it everybody 100 percent. i, I watch it every single every single week i love it i love what you guys do yeah I love the, so, the, 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 what is it two balls and leal the one in spanish is also in amazing mm. yeah in espanol yeah, we gotta bring that Spanish accent. I, I wanna hear it so we can include Coque Vega. Hola, que tal, soy Coque Vega. But no, uh, just a, a, a note uh, for that Phoenix trip. As I was just talking about it, if you still want to go to Phoenix, uh, oh, yeah. can you? Yes, 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 you can. Uh, just reach out uh, directly uh, to leadership and locals uh, to Jason R, uh, the the boy, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Jason R to see how we can facilitate that for you because again uh, the more people the better out there and uh, I think you know it's, it's great that there's still time we can still squeeze you guys in just reach out to, to Jason and uh, we'll get you on that trip to Arizona that that terrible terrible place God I don't know why you'd ever want to go there although I guess it's better now in March rather than the dead of July, heading over to Chandler. It's a dry heat, though, is what I've heard and right. experienced, but it's a god-awful heat. There's only been ex- a good excuse to go to Chandler, and it's to go to see the lawyer. <laughs> That's it. That's about it. Um, I think so, really what we got, the next two games, once again, home and away. Um, that's really the the big place to go for the locals for both Wednesday's game and for Saturday's game, unless you are making the trip yourself, which if you are able, heavily encourage you to do so. Once again, 
Shout out to uh, Jason for putting that all together. Uh, that was a huge undertaking, and I know he's put under a lot of stress. So everyone, when you see him on Saturday, make sure he is obeying the double hand uh, rule, which yep. is he should never have two free hands. If he has a free hand, that means you have not bought him a beer and placed it in that hand for him. So that's on you. Help a brother out. Um, also take weird pictures of Tom if he's going. I need that. Espen was supposed to do that because I gave him my ticket for this past weekend, and it didn't happen, so I'm very disappointed. Uh, <laughs> we need more emotes for the, uh, the Discord. Uh, that's what we got. If you're staying at home and watching ESPN+, Plus, yes, definitely RSVP. If you're going anyway and you're just now hearing, hey, the locals are actually doing something, I was planning on do it, doing this on my own, hey, let us know. Let's link up. Let's hook up. Let's do some fun stuff together. It's Chandler. Stay together. It's for your own safety. <laughs> <laughs> um, home and away once again. Yeah, for both of those. Uh, Bluefoot, I think, for the loyal if you want to be joining them. But once again, you need some food in your belly, especially if you're going to be drinking beer throughout our 5-0 victory over Phoenix. Probably want find some French fries. Want something there. Speaking of some cold ones, I got some for me I, I i specifically let them cool down let them get a little cooler for the lounge so st- if you're still here stick around we'll, we'll stick in the lounge and have some cool stories i mean i i've seen some people in training guys and and and, and these, these guys these cool cats are uh you know, top Ooh, of the I line do. players so. <laughs> i do want to hear about that <laughs> get some get some info on there over at the locals lounge immediately following just mm-hmm. after a quick little break yeah we'll have a triolingo after this, it's like Duolingo, <laughs> but I'm just the one sitting there watching like this. Uh, I think that's, all. Thank you all. yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, I think we don't have any other final questions because it's been such a fun week. Uh, and we're looking forward to seeing y'all at Home and Away or over in Chandler. Thank yeah. you guys for having us and we'll see y'all in the lounge.